And welcome to the week 11 WCBI Miss 98 Happening Pod, My Living Room Scoreboard Show. Week number 11. <laughs> Lucky number 11, is that it? No. Anyway. Man, we're winding it down. It's bittersweet. Turn down. For what? For what, though? For what, though? <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, uh, we've got the uh, got World Series Game 7 going on behind us. Got three uh, beautiful uh, good good boys around, uh, making sure that we are uh, safe here in uh, lovely uh, the Joiner Subdivision of Tupelo. So, uh, without further ado, let's let's start with our big games. Hop right in. Yeah, we got it. We got eight, seven, or eight big big ones this week. Big games that mean something. Yeah, absolutely. Good slate. All right, starting off with the Corinth at North Pontotoc. What do you think hey. about this, McKinley? Uh, simply, I think Corinth's going to win this game. Yeah, I think that's that's been a death and taxes situation since they lost to Tupelo. Um, now that being said. You know, Andy Crotwell has got his guys just kind of lurking. Yeah. They're just – we say this about somebody or some game or some player every single week that we're not talking about them enough. Usually it's Shannon. And it's, it's, it feels like it's been Shannon five times. But they have uh, – they've shut some people up yeah, the past couple of weeks. 100 points in the past two weeks. <laughs> Literally. But North Pontotoc is the one team – I, I, I want to say this. North Pontotoc and Tupelo are the two teams that I think are more than likely going to be the three seed in their division and go on the road and possibly win a playoff game. I like I that. Really think that. I like that prognostication. I like that. Um, in this game, um, I actually like North Pontotoc to probably be the only team that can slow down Corinth for a half. I if think that makes you're sense. Right. Not, not. I mean, I, I think the score at the end of the game could be what we think it might end up being. Sure. But for a half, I really think North Pontotoc, the way they play, they like the ball control. Their defense is pretty good. Pretty dead gum good. And yeah. you know, we say this, we say this every week. Coach Crotwell and staff are the probably the best game planning staff around. And that's that's what makes me think that you're right on this. Like, and Corinth's mo all year has been storm out of the gate. I watched them against New Albany. And, and it's nothing against Cody Stubblefield, but it was – I mean, they were never in the game. And it's just – it's so hard to – when that thing gets moving downhill in that wing tee, it's so impossible to stop, man. But North Pontotoc will – they will have a plan. Now, will it work? Maybe not. Right. But I don't see this game being 28-7 to at half. I no. see it being 17-3 at half. I could see that. I could see it being like that. You know, and, and uh, Coach Lowry up at Corinth. Um, what a guy. He man. is – he is going to preach to his guys all week. Do not look ahead to the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely. Do not look overlook North Pontotoc. Do not, do not, do not. However, the nature of fifteen to eighteen year old kids, no matter how much you they preach and to I them, know all too well, is to overlook that team in front of them when it the game the stakes are maybe not as high. The right. seat, the, you know, I mean, the seating set. The seating set. Neither of them one. Corn's the one. North Pontotoc's the three. And this was Family Feud, and we pulled a hundred random people in oh. Northeast Mississippi. Who's going to win this game Friday night? I would dare say that one hundred of the one of the one hundred folks polled would say North. Now that you know that being said, I mean they would say Corinth. Excuse me, yeah, not North. Absolutely. Uh, but with that being said, uh, if it's, if the kids at Corinth don't come ready to play, like for a half, it could be close. Absolutely. You know, and we talked about this a week or so ago. North working some kinks out against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. They uh, this Put is some crazy. Points up. I said forty-seven to nothing. It was forty-one to seven. Yeah. So they they obviously got some things they wanted done on offense. Pretty so. good total for you right there. Was, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Some of us hit the over there. Yeah, well, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, we're well, moving right along. Another another kind of um, I wouldn't call it a big one, but another interesting one uh, as division play rounds up in four A. We got Itawamba AHS at Caledonia. Okay, another another division where the seeds are already set. Right. 
Now, if you're Itawamba, I think you've got a little bit more motivation than, say, Corinth, because Corinth is is uh, 9-1 and at this point. Right. Itawamba is 10-0. and So, and I want to ask you this, not to get off topic, but are you? A, what is your take on going into the playoffs undefeated? Well. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of why I get that. Uh, in football, I like it. I like in football. I mean, you're, if you're better than everybody, if you can pound everybody, there's no reason you should lose. Right. You know what I mean? Then just, just win. You know what I mean? Yeah. In basketball, a little different. The three-point oh, yeah. lines and equalizer. And more games. Ju- junk defenses. Yeah. You know, you can only scheme and play on emotion for so long in football. You know, basketball, you can do the whole game. That's why in football, I think you need to win them all. I really do think you should win them all. Well, and, and you know, you say that, and I, I think about this. A lot of t- high school football, some teams don't have bye weeks. You're right. So, my, my guess is, and I'm sure that Itawamba's fairly healthy, but, you know, if you – because this game feels the same way. We feel like Itawamba's going to win this game. Yeah. But Caledonia is going to have a little bit more steam coming off the big win against South Pontotoc to put themselves in the playoffs. And you think about this. Caledonia next week will be playing a team like Itawamba. You're right. I don't know who they match up with, but it's. I can tell you this: it's going to be Greenwood, Corinth, or Louisville. So they have more. It this game may mean more next week to Caledonia than it does to Itawamba this week. You're right because you know that they they will have. They will say, "All right, guys, we just faced one of the four best teams in the North last week." We just got to do it again now. Now we know what to fix. Yeah. Because the one thing that all four of those teams have in common, they play great defense, and they all run the ball incredibly well. No, you're right. So, you know, I, I just – I feel like Caledonia is going to go wide open this game, and Itawamba may rest a little bit. I agree. And if you're Itawamba, if that means you win 24-3, to you're fine with that. Get yeah. done what you need to get done. Go into the playoffs ready to ready to compete. Yeah, you know, and uh, coaching in the area is always – it's kind of a, a, a unique thing. Um, they they go all year long trying to beat each other's brains in. But when it comes to playoff time, nobody roots for their fellow man harder than interdivision foes. Yes. When you go to that district meeting and you're determining all division players oh, and yeah. coach of the year, man, you're sitting there going, man, man, you got Greenwood. Oh, you got so and so. Let me tell you about yeah. these guys. Like they're always pulling for each other. They're exchanging film and contacts. It's really kind of neat. Now, with that being said, I feel like games like this are like that funny meme you see where it's like. The girl has the T-shirt on or the sign that says, I just hope everybody has a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the the seating is hemmed up. Shout out yes. to Caledonia for getting in. Absolutely. Itawamba for winning it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that, there's no way they can't win it right now, right? Uh, no, the way it's it impossible. Out. So, I mean, I feel like you said, this is a game that uh, the score needs to shake out like it's supposed to. Everybody needs to stay healthy. And they yeah. need to pat each other on the back on the way out the, off the field luck. and say, man, best of luck to you. And they do. That's the way these Absolutely guys do it. They so, do. I really feel like you said, you know what? A twenty-four to three, uh, twenty-seven to ten. You know, something like something like that. In other words, if you've got the game in hand, what you cannot afford is to get Day Day hurt. You can't afford to get Ike hurt. And this is a good time after playing ten games to go out there and throw some guys in who may have been fringe rotation players and say, "What do we have? What do we have going in the playoffs?" You know, I've seen coaches. You know, I hate to bring up basketball, but I've seen coaches who play five or six deep. And they might have had some guys that could have played in yeah. blowouts or those last few games, and then all of a sudden they get in the playoffs and somebody sprains an ankle or whatever, and now and you got to have a you got to have a guy. That's and right. You should have played them, and That's th- right. this could be one of those games for these two guys for sure, so. for sure. All right, moving right along here. Uh, like I said, pretty pretty packed slate this week. Um, Netawaya at Smithville. Now, Brian. Now, yes, sir. 
the implications on this game are astronomical. So here's, and just based on some math, some quick maths. South Lee math. South Lee math. Yeah. Educated, born and raised. Do we have enough fingers and toes for this, <laughs> both of us? You can only count to ten if you're willing. <laughs> what does he say? If uh, It's the guy with the Cool feet. runnings. Yeah. If you're barefoot or wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so Smithville, this game, if they win it, 100%. Puts them in no matter as what the, the three or the four. Now, what I did not know last week, TCPS has got Oklahoma and West Lowndes left. Smithville has got division leading Nanawaya and like a Bartman or a Hamilton. A game they're going to win, win the last game. A win. Yeah. So, in other words, and we'll get to the TCPS one in a minute. But they play at French Camp. Yeah. Okay, so Smithville wave, wave the white flag, French yeah, just Throw in a towel. <laughs> Don't towel. Rocky Four. <laughs> the best Rocky. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I went there. <laughs> that's, for anyhow, another, that's for another podcast. <laughs> um, anyhow, no. If Smithville wins this game, they're in. We know they're in. If they lose, however, it opens the door for TCPS. Mm-hmm. So if TCPS were to win out and Smithville lose this game, win their last one, last one, TCPS goes in as the four. So other than that, that's really the importance of this game. If you're Nanawaya, you've got it. You, right. You're one, Knox Pater's two. Is, is West Lowndes in at the three or the four no matter what? Or Yes. They are? Okay, so really Smithville's playing for the three Simply or the four Simply because of the result. They, they beat, they beat Smithville. Smithville. Yeah, so, they got the head-to-head head so there. So it doesn't matter yeah. what they do with TCPS. You're right. So. Yeah. Going to be a good one. We saw Smithville last week, man. Uh, pretty impressed. They have uh, the coaching staff and a few athletes to compete in this game. Might have sure the best do. athlete on uh, second or third best athlete on the field. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Might not have the number one player, but have a little bit of depth. Of I it. was impressed with the one-two punch of Octavian Miller and Jabril Smith. Yeah, those are two. They, and 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 one thing that you don't see much in one A football, Smithville gang tackles incredibly well. You know, in in one A football, there's some guys that just don't have it athletically, and they're looking for the the, the one good guy they've got on defense to make all the tackles. Smithville, it does not matter if they whiff and miss by 100 yards. You've got 11 guys on the ball. You could change numbers and uniforms out there, and those guys still look interchangeable. And I will say, while it will probably not be raining, it will be incredibly wet and incredibly cold Friday night. At the swamp, as they call it. At the swamp. So, do not count Smithville. Slide over to Mel's on the way. You'll enjoy your time there. We will. And we enjoyed our Fish House Friday, even though they had packet tartar, as was pointed out on Twitter. That's part of it, though, man. That's part of it. (laughs) You get what you can get in Smithville, right? It's cool. I'm a ketchup guy anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yep, for sure. <laughs> but that's going to be a good one. That's going to be good. All right, Nettleton at Boonville. This is my favorite game of the week. I think that Boonville is on upset alert. Mm. Nettleton is the four. We know that. That's all we know spoiler about Spoiler alert. Division. Yeah, spoiler alert. Kossuth, Boonville, Amory, three-way tie for first right now. They're... It's one of those thousands of different point scenarios. Right. Plus what or minus 12s and we stuff. We know right now, likely, Amory's going to go beat Belmont by four touchdowns. Kosuth is going to beat uh, Aberdeen, I think. No, I don't know who they play. Alcorn. Yeah. They're going to beat Alcorn by seven touchdowns. They're going to beat Alcorn, yes. We know that. No slight to Alcorn. <laughs> but it, it is, yes, it's, it, it just nothing against Alcorn, but yeah. we know you're going to lose this game. Yeah. Uh, Nettleton, on the other hand, has been the one team 
outside of those big three that has com- has been incredibly competitive in each one of those games. Led against all three of those, right? Led against or, all three. Kosuth beat them 20-16. to 16, or, or against – and Amory beat them 41-27. Yeah. Nettleton had the lead at half. Yeah. Uh, Boonville has a lot riding on this simply because they were, I guess you say, quote-unquote, upset by Kosuth, which is really not an upset based on what we know now. Nettleton has the right players in the right spots to compete in this game. They do. It's going to be what they can do offensively. Absolutely. You know, we went and watched them play early in the year against Morville, and you and I both said and, and talked to several of, yes. our, of the guys on the sidelines that are coaching friends of ours in the area as well. You know, this they're they're okay right now, but they're really going to be pretty good in November. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Or you know, into October. Yes. And that's kind of happening. You know, what I mean, they're Absolutely. kind of rounding into form. Coach Top's doing a good job. Yes, he is. Sometimes it takes a little while to see how younger guys step up at sure. a at a three A school like Nettleton. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure they're mixing in a lot of freshmen and sophomores this time of year sure. with the seniors and juniors who have stayed bought in. Absolutely. Uh, and man, yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. First Friday playoff night. appearance since 2015, guaranteed to Nettleton. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Shout out to Coach Tops. Absolutely. Looks man. really good in that coaching shirt over there, by the way. Man, Look, better not do in any shirt. <laughs> looks, like he, looks like he did in 2002. It's painted on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's, like I said, that's going to be a good game. Um, I like the upset alert pick right there. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a close game. And it's at Boonville. Probably gives the edge there. But, man. Week 11 football is just a different They're week. They're running off that emotional high off that went over Amory. Yep. And, I mean, they know what's at stake. Coach Mike Maddox, they, they've been doing this forever. They know what's at stake, but. But kids are kids. kids just are like kids. we said before, so. kids are kids. Um, let's see here. New Albany at Ripley. Man, okay. usually this right here is a huge game this year. Uh, like rewind to like 1999. Yeah, usually, I mean, Matt Coon was playing Kendall Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. John Two studs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Colt Chapman, his blood pressure just went up talking about <laughs> Kendall Simmons and Deshaun Pierce. <laughs> He's got a Kendall Simmons tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I can't st- tell you where. Kendall Simmons killed my friend Shane Rowe one time. South Pontotoc had to play Ripley. Whoever scheduled that game that year <laughs> Sorry. Was, did a bad job. But, uh, man, Shane Rowe was playing quarterback, and he bootlegged <laughs> out. And Kendall Simmons was not also a great offensive player. He was a good defensive player. Very much so. And he, implant- he planted <laughs> Shane Rowe. <laughs> he took on a quadruple team and just beat it. But anyway, but yeah, New Albany at Ripley. Tell me what you think about that. So, I, 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 again, I think New Albany's going to win this game. I don't think there's any question, but it's Ripley's last opportunity. They're in. They beat Tish. So that's all they had to do. Five-team division, four go, one stays at home. Tish is at home. Ripley's going to be the four. I don't know what division they match up with. They're kind of in the same boat as Caledonia. But you're playing a team with a pretty high-octane offense. You the Caledonia expect. division matches up with the Delta and Greenwood. Because I remember somebody saying if South right. beat Caledonia, they had to play so Greenwood. So, Caledonia will be at Greenwood. Yeah, so, yeah. So, that means that this division matches Ripley up will with, be at Louisville. Yes. Which is not ideal. Neither, no, no. But it's an opportunity. Ripley has been in such a lull that they can – I don't think they can beat Louisville. But I want to say this about Ripley. It's a school that is very, very, very proud of their football team, always has been. They have fallen on some tough times. They're, they're an up-and-down type of team, get a couple yeah. good classes in. They'll have three or four good years in a row. They'll lose those guys, and then they'll they'll kind of rebuild it back up. And there's a lot of transit in that county, too, between people going so. from Blue Mountain to South, the Pine oh, Grove. It, there's you know fluidity there. And all the towns are right Walnut. there on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. So. Don't be surprised if this is a springboard for Ripley to have a really good year next year. Yeah, leading to a good offseason. Get those but numbers up. On the flip side, I kind of I'm not putting New Albany on upset alert because I, I know the Stubblefields will have them prepared. Lull alert. But a lull alert. You you don't in Little, other words, you don't want to let Jamal Brooks run angry this game. 
Okay. Just simply because, let me say this, I'm not so positive that Ripley is the automatic. Yeah, they are the automatic four because they North are. Pontotoc and New Albany, anyway, they're the four. Right. But um, they can make this interesting. They definitely, because they've got a great player, maybe the best player on the field. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna say this. Um, I don't like to venture to make score predictions because early in the year I made a few and there was egg on my face because I was way Same off. Here. Samsonite way off. I'm going to go out here and make a bold prediction here. I think New Albany wins this one by four scores or more. I could see it. I, d- I just have a feeling that those games they have been playing have been close, lost a few recently. Yeah. They might see this as their opportunity to kind of take one out on somebody before they go into the playoffs. And New, New Albany needs this game more than Ripley. They do. They game, do. It, from a preparation perspective. Yeah. yeah. So. I, 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 and I really f- like the pieces they've got over there. But Isaiah Cothran, yeah. uh, Charlie Lott at quarterback. I mean, they really can throw the ball around. And it's not when they lost to Corinth. It's not because they couldn't move the chains. It's because they couldn't stop the wing tee. Yeah. They were. I mean, man. I mean, they were hitting slants, eighteen yard outs, tough plays to to, to execute in high school football. Yeah. But I expect New Albany to be a player. I do, too. Um, like I said, you know, this is an old traditional rivalry right down the road from each other. Uh, there will be years where it's more competitive. Yes. Uh, like you said, Ripley's pretty prideful. But this this week, I think, goes to, goes to the Bulldogs for sure. I, li- I like that. Uh, okay, an- a fun one here. North Panola at Holly Springs. Now, believe it or not, this one actually, I think, has some play. It's got some math. If Holly Springs won, they would go in as the four. I think if Ho- Holly Springs wins by, like, the nine or yeah. whatever it is they can now i fully expect north Panola to win this game but this is one of those ones where it's the, i think it's the first one we've had where a team can get knocked out of the playoffs as a four seed that they're already locked into without losing right now yeah so if they lose by under the number holly springs this is all they've got to this is everything for them this is winning this by nine or more just postpones basketball season exactly so and I'll, they are with Derek Fountain in tow, they are fully ready for. They basketball. got a new coach too, Kenzaki Jones. They, co- my man, Kenzaki yeah. Jones. And, I mean, a, and a, they got a uh, D one, big man, yeah. six eight center, uh, Derek Fountain. Yeah, they got a good guard over there too. When does Holly Springs not have a good guard? Me exactly. But no, North Panola is going to win this game. I think they will. But it's just interesting, and I, and I like the matchup. I do. The athletes will be everywhere. They will for sure. Uh, North Panola, Coach Diffie. Yes. Prop Doing a up. phenomenal job. Prop me up beside the jukebox, Norpanola Big. I like that here. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get him to uh, call us after the show and give us From a his pickup. Yeah, man. for sure. <laughs> He's farm kid. We're down in Dixie. No, that, that's the toughest division in three A. Really I, I don't have any. I don't have any like regrets in saying that. And like, you know, and it, that the the top four in that one: Water Valley, Sunatobia, Norpanola, Independence. and Independence. I mean, it's it's flip a coin. And you know, Coach Russo and them have done a phenomenal job. Oh my gosh. This is kind of a resurgent year. This is one of those springboard years, I think, for them going forward. Absolutely. Buck Snort's got always had a pretty good, uh, a lot of community pride and some tradition down there. And they're only they. I just say this: they're always been one good coaching hire away from being not a sleeping giant because they've never been a giant, but. A sleeper, if yeah, that makes no, sense. You know what right. I mean? Kind of waking a sleeper. So. Right. Um, let's see here. Um, moving on here. Shannon at Pontotoc. Two or three. Yeah. Winner gets the two, loser gets the three. And I will say this knowing what we know now, regardless of the outcome of this game, you can call me crazy, but don't call me Shirley. You can call me Al. You can call me Al. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow, man walks down the street. And says, <laughs> so Why am I soft in the middle of? But no, I think <laughs> for I thought Chevy Chase was the guy singing that in the video when I was a kid. I, I didn't know who too. Paul Simon was. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, I think the winner 
and the loser of this game both win next week. I agree. And I'll say this. Of the 4A North Divisions, Greenwoods is the weakest. Mm-hmm. They're the most – they're far and away. Uh, Gr- Greenwood may be the best 4A team in the state. Yeah. But the other teams in the division are not so great. So Memphis Conference USA basketball style here. Precisely. Yes. The winner of this game is likely going to go to, like, uh, Yazoo City. Yeah. Or, or host Yazoo City. Or the, the, the two matchups that come out of this game is going to be Shannon and Pontotoc versus Yazoo City and Rosa Fort. You'll stay away from Rosa Fort. I mean, I mean, well, you definitely you know. want to stay out of Rosa. You, you don't want to go to Rosa yeah. Fort. I've, so that's what's at stake this game. That being said, uh, it is not out of the realm of possibility for a Pontotoc athletic program to go have some success at Rosa Fort in a playoff sure game. Sure is. We've seen it before. Just throwing that out Team there. Team Blackjack. <laughs> but but anyway. um, anyhow, I keep saying every week that I feel like Pontotoc's about to bust out. Now, they were exposed pretty heavily last week by Itawamba. They've exposed everybody. And, and, and it was – and Itawamba, it was a true statement game for them. They hadn't won that game in three years, so I think that it was one of those deals where they're like, you know what, pedal to the metal this week, division on the line. If we can score 100, we're going to score 100. And they scored they scored 41. But um, Shannon is on fire right now. And I just – I cannot help but like Shannon in this game. I want to like Pontotoc. I hate being biased like that just because we work there. But I, I just firmly believe that Shannon is a team that you do not want to play right now. Yeah. And Shannon is going to be the team, if they win this game, that gets that Delta three seed, blows the doors off of them, and then gives somebody a nightmare in the second round. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, I actually like this game to be played in the 40s, 30s. I can see it. Both teams. Yeah. Um, whoever wins is going to be in the 40s. Um. I do question, though, if Pontotoc can keep up. Agree. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I could see them scoring late to kind of – Scheme-wise, they'll be better. They will be better. Uh, but, you know, it's just – man, they've had their ups and downs. You know what I mean? Well, we've and, seen both in the trenches, and Shannon is large and in charge. They are. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Like, you know, Pontotoc might have the best player on the field. Yeah. But Shannon might have, like, the next, next six – you know, and, and Shannon, we talk about underrated players all the time or guys that are not talked about enough. You know, we've talked about Hunter Jones, uh, A.I. Nugent. You know, everybody knows the big names. Sintwali White, mm-hmm. running back for Shannon. You and I saw him against Caledonia. Up close and personal. This, this kid is a all-around. He is a between-the-tackles back. If he gets outside on the edges, he can burn people. And he's a junior at that. I mean, this is a name next year there's no doubt you will know. And, and – uh, Daryl Carter Jr. Good looking athlete. And, and and that's the thing. Sophomore, right? Yes. Yeah. All the, of all the teams we have seen play this year, the best athletes I have seen were in that Shannon Caledonia game and they were all on the Shannon. They all were about six two. Six two, two hundred, run four fives. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, it's at Pontotoc. So that I you know, at the hollow. But you know, in our years of being a Pontotoc, how many how many years have we seen a playoff berth come down to this game in the hollow? And Shannon, Almost every single year. And Shannon not be faced. Every They come in there like it's just, a, I mean, whatever, cool. Well, you did a good job a couple weeks in ago, ago mentioning this because Shannon ran the gauntlet. Yeah. They, that tough preseason schedule, then they, they came this close against Itawamba, and then they rolled Morville, they rolled Caledonia, they rolled South, and then now they've got Pontotoc. It is going to be really, really difficult 
to stop Shannon right now. Yeah. Shannon might be that only team in the district meeting when everybody's not patting them on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, man, I don't care. Man, I'm glad I ain't playing them no more. Yeah, sure. serious. No Somebody kidding. better beat them. I don't want to see them in a few rounds. But the, re- the, the main reason before we move on to the next game that this one is so important, the playoff atmosphere as a two seed to get to host a home game at either of these places is maybe better than anywhere in the area. Yeah, if you've got sure. to go to Shannon or to Pontotoc for a playoff game, you've got your hands full. Yeah, absolutely. Regardless if you're better or not. And uh, just as a side note, people of Shannon, as you're heading into Pontotoc, uh, there is a fine fish establishment oh. Uh, oh. in Troy, Mississippi, on yes. Highway 41 South, uh, near Prater's Grocery, not too far from there. Uh, Terry's, Stegall's, whatever you want to call it. We just call it the Fish House. 41. Fish house. So do yourself a favor. Go on over and get one of them rooms. And uh, mentioned that the, uh, the the podcast told you told them you were coming. They won't care. <laughs> we're talking to you, yeah, Jason Arledge, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, make sure y'all go uh, check that out uh, at the Fish House. But uh, and if you don't go to the Fish House, um, there's plenty of places to eat in Pontotoc for sure. This will be the most well attended game of the week. Yeah, and um, both both stands will be full for and, this game. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I I will definitely be speaking out of turn because I don't know the college recruiting rules as much as other folks. But there will be there should be college coaches in the stand or oh, on, on no the sidelines. There should be because I mean, you may not get to see one of the, these teams, but one more week. Yeah, and there, and, and there, and there are, will be there are plenty of college level players on both sides of the ball. There's Whether no they question. be tenth grade, ninth grade, senior, yes. juniors, both sides are loaded. So absolutely, make sure you're there for that one. Um, let's go here, Tupelo at Horn Lake. Now we talk about a division earlier, like Nettleton, Boonville, Kossuth, and Amory. This one's still crazily up and for it's grabs. Such a competitive division right now. Tupelo is the three. They have clinched a playoff berth. With the right mix, they can still win this division. Crazy, right? Crazy. Numbers. Oh, if yeah. you would have told me that a couple of weeks ago when they were, you know, three and three, I was like, ah, Brian, I don't know, man. I, you know, but but they, you just said I believe that when it turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet, <laughs> like rainbow sherbet. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think that this game. Here's the mo. Horn Lake offensively is practically non-existent. Yep. Defensively, they make your off- <laughs> they make your offense non-existent. Flip the coin a little bit. Tupelo has been throwing up numbers like Stan Hill was back there. Mm-hmm. Chris Garrett. I mean, they are they're Ooh, so multiple. Those Chris Garrett teams with Bean and Bumpy over, man. You know, you you remember playing like NCAA Ooh. and being like fourteen of nineteen for three hundred and eighty five yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. That's the numbers they put up when when those guys I watched, it's so hard to defend that. I watched him come to South Haven and do it one night. Oh my goodness. It's like how mummy calling plays out there Crazy. just throwing that thing everywhere. And and you know, it, it, the MO for high school football, everybody wants to be able to have balance, run the football well, and Tupelo can do that with David Hayes and uh and I can't think of his name. It's a, it's a pretty cool name, like McGinnister or something like that. That's his backup. Right oh, back. oh, McGinnister. He had. A <laughs> Let me wobble me back to me, Lord, from the clan McGinnister. <laughs> but uh, but no, um, Tupelo. This is a true game of offense versus defense. Yep. Tupelo, while scoring a ton, has also given up a ton. Uh, but at the same time, so you're going to see one of those. Like we see in the, the the college football playoffs sometimes where it's, you know, a team averaging 58 points a game and then the other team averaging giving up nine. Something's got to give. So I like this game to be played right down the middle, kind of in the 20s. Whoever can make a play in the fourth quarter, I think, has a chance to win this game. Yeah, look for a trick play here. Something no doubt. 
Jacob will see the ball get the ball in Jacob Horn's oh, hands. I was about to say one blown coverage on Jacob Horn could be make change this game. Yeah, like you know, or, or one great play. You yeah. know, he, he might beat a guy, and a DB make a great player of safety. I'll tell come you over the top. who has really benefited from having Jacob Horn on the other side, and a credit to, to Coach Hammond and their staff for doing this. This kid actually got his first college football offer the other day. He's a Memphis baseball commit, Trip Wilson. Trip Wilson, that's got a great a, name. Got a dual offer from Jacksonville State. His first football offer. Uh, there was a good article in the journal that's about it. It's in him Alabama, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I guess, in, in other words, he was kind of behind some of those big receivers last year. Jernigan, yeah. uh, you know, the guys that graduated went to Ole Miss. Uh, this year, his numbers are off the charts. He's averaging, I think, 23 yards a catch. So this is a guy that's getting straight down the field. You're throwing it up to him, and he's catching it. Yeah. Horn Lake's going to have to find a way to defend that because up the middle, they're really good. I look for Tupelo to throw the ball a lot this game because they've got uh, Jacuvian Brown. Uh, or Josiah Hayes and Jacuvian Brown. Josiah's at the nose. Jacuvian's at Mike Linebacker. Uh, Tupelo's going to have to get the ball to the edges. They've got the guys to do it. So th- this is an exciting matchup. I like it. More so than anything. I really do. Uh, this, you know, I don't know how the atmosphere at Horn Lake will be on a Friday night this late in the year. Uh, I've been to those games when I was living yeah. in South Haven. Tupelo would probably travel better. I think so. There'll be more paying fans in the stands on the visitor side. I think so. Uh, it's, it will not be a true away game. No. I, I like Tupelo to win. I, I do too, Brian. I, I really do. I really do. I like Tupelo to win. And and another one of those this is not a bold prediction or a hot take, but they're going to win because they're going to have a big night out of Jacob Horn. I, I I totally see it. I like that. It's so hard to defend good receivers in 6A football because you may have one good corner. Most folks don't have two. Especially this time of year. you got guys banged up, maybe some attrition, some guys not yeah. make it this far in the season. And, Co- and Coach Hammond, will have, he'll have him moving around. Yeah. Lots of, some jets, some buck sweeps. Does he return kicks? He does. Okay. Punts, kicks, and, and Tri- Wilson does too. So, yeah. I mean, they, they've got some really good spe- A special team score athletes. could kind of be the big difference too. No yeah, question. We, we never talk about super, that Super, super exciting game. Yeah. Okay, uh, we got two more here. Uh, Tupelo Christian at Oklahoma. I like TCPS, but let me say this. Oklahoma gave West Lowndes all they wanted last they week. Did. 14-13 at halftime, two late scores, one being off a of pick six, sealed the game. Oklahoma's while got Oklahoma athletes. Was going to tie it. Uh, Coach Harvey. I, I guess they have finally found a rhythm, and he's finally got across to his kids. Uh, you know, hey, Jaquarius Stanfield's not walking through that door. Somebody else has got to be able to make plays around here. He's got the athletes. Or several of you can all make plays. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Let's, let's make up for what we lost as a group. Uh, TCPS cannot go into this game thinking that they're going to win just because of how Oklahoma's performed so far this year. I know Coach Holiday does a good job, and he will he knows what's at stake after what we talked about previously with Smithville and Nanawaya situation. Uh, a must-win game. For TCPS, and they cannot look forward to West Lounge next next week. Coach Holiday, if they don't win this one, they're out. Yeah, Coach Holiday, he won't, he won't, he'll he'll preach to them just like all the other coaches are. But like I said, they're kids. This is the theme this week: is fifteen to eighteen. Yeah, and this is the epitome of a trap game here. Very very because everybody's telling you you just got to beat West Lounge. You just got to beat West Lounge. You just got to beat West Lounge. Everybody, Oklahoma has nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. And yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen this before. Uh, and if the if the turf is is bad and it's rainy or was rainy on Thursday night and Let it's cold, it's gonna be cold Friday. Really, really cold. Hard football. Whoa. And it, it'll be a hard football, and it'll be that dewy. It, it'll be dry enough to play on, but it will get chunky. You know, sometimes you know we watch Smith like a good TCPS. Thousand Island dressing. Yes, we we, <laughs> we 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 watched Smithville and TCPS. You know, I guess when you prepare. For a rainy, wet game, it's more manageable, but it's hard to prepare for just a muddy game. Like, it's not going to be raining, 
but it will be wet and cold and cold. And we know Oklahoma does not throw the football. Yeah. So I mean, this this here's hoping that 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 Coach Holiday and his kids can survive one more week. Mm-hmm. But it would not shock me if Oklahoma found a way to win this game. Okay. But I, but I, I like TCPS. I like I like TCPS, I like TCPS to too. Um, but like you said, I could see this game being much closer than people would have said three or four weeks ago. I, I could see TCPS having to have a go head score in the last four minutes to win this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But. Yeah, that'll be a fun night at Oklahoma. Yes. Oh, and somehow Oklahoma pulls it off. I ride by that field all the time. It does not look like a 1A field. It's right by Oddfellows Cemetery. Yeah. So I'm in Oddfellows Cemetery all the time, and it's right behind, by our Oklahoma Chapel. Uh, super, super nice 1A football field. It's crazy because I used to think they still played over there by the Armory at the end of they, the they, we, Yeah, they used to. I know. But na- na- they built them a brand-new field in the past 10 years. It's awesome. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, okay, last game of the uh, slate here before we go for the full rundown. Cinetobia at Water Valley. The this wo- is – you'd be hard-pressed yeah. to find a better game in the state of Mississippi this week. Pound this, for pound. Pound for pound, absolutely. Uh, this game is 100% unequivocally for the division championship. Uh, both teams 4-0 or 5-0, whatever they are, uh, going into the last game. Both of them are firmly in the playoffs. One is going to be the one, one is going to be the two. But knowing how 3A is – I would if I'm if I'm either of these teams, I don't know who they match up with, but I would much rather play a Hatley or a Nettleton at home because just because of the way the divisions match up than I would a Houston or uh Kossuth at home. Right. You know, it, it just it, it's a more favorable matchup for you. Both of these staffs and then we just talked about that division briefly. Do every every team in that division staff does a phenomenal job. Every big game in this division has come down to a touchdown. North Panola game with both of these teams, uh, Independence games with both of these teams. I have zero prediction whatsoever, but I know for a fact both of these teams will be locked in, ready to play. They've both proven their medal in big time games. We may have our first overtime game of the scoreboard preview show. Nice. Calling it right now. Nice. Well, uh, one thing I predict about this game is it is going to be a 100% playoff atmosphere. You know what I mean? If you if you want to go to – there are two games on the slate this week that I feel like are going to be like going to a third-round matchup. Yes. That's going to be the Shannon-Ponotok game and this game. I feel yes. like this, this, this will be the kind of game you would pay – Ten dollars to go see, and not have and, any qualms or only about it. be able to get in with a state pass. You yes. know what I mean? This is th- that kind of game. And another thing that's a sure bet: we're gonna be there. We will be. We there. are gonna be there. And man, I'm excited about it because I have not been to a football game at Water Valley since South Pontotoc moved up to the three A division in 1998. And those were some serious, serious Water Valley teams in the late 90s. They have a. Uh, that was their last state title before last year. Was it okay? Ninety seven or ninety eight? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, but it was it was that time frame. When we, when we spitting were spitting out D ones left and right. Yeah, they were really good, man. They uh, that was a, a pretty good division back then. It was Shannon and Amory, Houston Water Valley. Yeah. That was that was our three A division. Then <laughs> Newport was pretty now? good. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, but no, man. This this game, I like it played in the teens. Both schemes are going to be really really good. 
you know how when you get like Nick Saban gets into the in in the postseason mode, he doesn't really care about offense. He wants to stop you. I think both of the coaches this week are like, let, we don't care. We'll do whatever we got to do. Get creative on offense. We're gearing up to stop them this week. Absolutely, absolutely. Both teams can score. Both teams play great defense. I think this is a seventeen seventeen game at the end of regulation. I like that. Um, whoever wins is going to be the team that uh, I'm going to make a. This is a real hot take. It'll be one of those crazy uh, prop bet lines here. I'm a fan. The team that wins this game will be the team that blocks a punt or misses a field goal. Uh, or, you know, or, or the team that the, loses the, misses the a field goal. Of the yeah. Game. yeah, it'll be yes. I think I think there will be something totally abnormal. Like maybe snap a ball over somebody's head when your heels are on the end zone, safety kind of thing. Like something crazy. F- fourth and one, draw somebody off sides to yep. get the clock. Yeah, the, like no, no doubt. Somebody will win off something unconventional this, in this game, I, I think. think. Great call. I like that. And we get to see some good friends. Yeah, friends. for sure. We're some, the so, best of friends. Exactly. We get them. Yeah. All right, well, here we go. We're going to do a little bit of a, a rundown uh, from top to bottom. And as McKinley uh, has probably alluded to before, the rest of the slate is not as strong. No. Uh, so we're going to breeze through some of these uh, and uh, interject when you want, like I say every week, and I'll do the same. All right, here. Um, Amory at Belmont. By 90. Biggersville at Thrasher. I'm going to say this. If there is a th- this game is at Thrasher, if there is a third digit uh, on your scoreboard and it is not working, call our friend Mike Gregory and Pontotoc Thrasher, and he'll come. Call Ty Weatherby. He's the maintenance man yeah, at Thrasher. Because yeah, uh, you're going to need it. Biggersville doing their thing. Uh, Bruce at East Webster. Yeah. Calhoun Academy at Deer Creek. A little bit of a trick for Calhoun Academy to go all the way Deer over Creek to. Deer Creek in Louisiana? No, it's Mississippi. It's uh, it's Leland. It's, it's, oh, well, uh, yeah. Mike Gregory. Yeah, Deer Creek's in Leland. Second mention in one rundown. Uh, I didn't kidding. Second me. mention within like three lines, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know that Deer Creek was still an academy. So shout out to them for being there. Cane City at Jay Z George. Eh. Choctaw County at Hatley. That now, the, now Choctaw County. We we just talked. You know, they Two beat Knoxville. Teams playing there, yeah. They beat Knoxville. They're the division champs. Yeah, they are. And nobody saw this coming. Everybody penciled in Knoxville versus Houston for that division. This could have been a game that we could have circled kind of the same way as uh, Caledonia versus Itawamba. Uh, You know, Hatley's going to have to travel. They're the four. Uh, likely going to be going, like we said, to somewhere like Cenotopia uh, or, um, you know, or Boonville. Yeah. Somewhere like that, you know. So Monkey Ranch. Is that a song by the Foo Fighters? It is. Yeah. I want to be your monkey That's what Choctaw man. County threw in my predictions they this did. year. They threw a big, big old, old monkey fat ranch. one in there. Yeah. Shout out to them for being in a really uh, black hole of coverage area, but being so awesome. I mean, they're loaded from what everybody that's says. That's what they so do. That's what they do. Wear an Ackerman. Stand <laughs> yeah. up. So, uh, yeah. All right, moving right along here. Cold water, cold water at Myrtle. Now, for the fourth week in a row. <laughs> Gene didn't cover the Myrtle game last week, but we should. Y'all carpool, for real. Uh, this game is going to get out of hand, and if if you got A.I. Nugent on your fantasy team, he's by. 300 yards for that young man. He has 933 yards. I looked this up. He has 933 yards and nine touchdowns in the last three weeks. Get out of town. Some people have that in a season. So, And I'll, I'll say this. He plays He plays at a smaller school. Yeah, Nugent plays at a smaller school. and We've seen this in a lot of other sports. Yeah. You know, this young man could play for a lot of folks. Oh, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. a lot of coaches personally that would take him. There are 6A right coaches and 5A coaches in this area who have powerhouse programs who would dress this young man out. And put him in the backfield for the first snap of the game, or he would play on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. There, there are places that this young man could play. Do not let the small school fool you. This guy is a baller. And we will see him somewhere next year, probably on Thursday nights. Yeah, for sure. He's an all-area player. Shout out to Mar- Myrtle. 
uh, first year playing in division competition, making the playoffs, man, yeah. cool with what they're doing yeah. up there. They, they've got athletes up there. Yes, they've they always do. Had some good we athletes. know all it's a good, well. good pocket of athletes up yes. there. Um, let's see here. East Union at Strayhorn could be a pretty sneaky game. 1-4. One four. Yeah, 1-4. One one Strayhorn's playing better now. They are. Going to be cold. Yes. Could be wet. East Union slings that thing around like the old Air 8 offense with Houston and Andre Ware. Yes. Um, I'm not saying upset alert like you did earlier as well, but I am saying um, – could be a closer game alert. <laughs> I look for know? I look for East Union to get the ball to Colton Plunk a lot on the ground yeah. mm-hmm. and let let him do his thing. Probably give him twenty twenty five carries and then throw when they need to. I, I think this game will be over by the third quarter, but a good game for East Union because two A not being as strong as it is, East Union's a team we could be talking about down the road. Yeah, and Strayhorn could put up points too. Yes, so they th- can. that could be it. Could be one of those fun like. 55 to 34 kind of yeah. games. You know what I mean? For 42 sure. nothing at halftime. It could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how those go. You know how those go. Uh, the, the late, late backdoor cover. <laughs> the backdoor still covers. For sure. Um, let's go here. Uh, Faulkner at Baldwin. French camp at Vardaman. French camp there. Uh, Hernando at Oxford. Oxford big. Oxford yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, Oxford's probably looking ahead to Tupelo. Yeah, they week. are. I was about to say, this, they're, they're still kind of the class in that division they until are. the final week. Um, let's see here. Kasuth at Alcorn Central. We already talked about that game. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette at Columbus. New Hope at West Point. Noxipater at Hamilton. So we're in week 11. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 11. And this is going to be the 11th straight week that our our guy Dallas Flippo has not called into the uh, show. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Knox- I dare make it 12 next week. Th- well, did they play next week? They're 1A. They are, yeah. I didn't know Tell if they made it. it's not Noxipater. Can I be real? Yeah. Hamilton's got off their bye. It's week they 12. Need, they got, <laughs> so their season ends Friday night. This is their last good, game. Good for them. Good for them. But their coach, first young, year coach, man, keep first the guy year. around. Keep some continuity going. Hamilton's had some program. Hamilton has had a football. Program. And actually, and I'll be for real. I've, I have coaching buddies who always say, "Man, you guys pick about Hamilton," and we do. But we really aren't picking about Hamilton. We're more picking about Flip, not calling yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Hamilton, <laughs> their, their coach definitely doing a pretty good job. It's a small school. They got to get the numbers out there yeah. uh, comparative to the people that they have in in the hallways. Tough, so. tough school to coach football at. Always been a baseball softball school. It is, and you know, it's also one of those things. And it's it's not the it's not the coach's staff fault there. It's just no. the way it is. If there's a player that comes up in Hamilton and he has a th- Second, third, fourth, fifth grader, he's probably going to end up at Columbus or Caledonia or Heritage. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That's or Oak Hill even maybe. You know what I mean. It's just kind it's, of little... uh, you could almost like call it like a Morville syndrome. Yeah, you know, like and, and it speaks volumes to what Morville's done the past couple of years as far as being competitive and what Jimmy Young's doing over there. But they're better athletes typically play baseball. They do. You yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah. Hamilton's the same. Way. You're right about that. Um, let's see here. Where was it? There was a. That was Knox Petter at Hamilton. Knox would be County at Aberdeen. Saltillo at Lake Cormorant. Uh, you know, that's going to be – I think that could be a competitive game. Lake Cormorant's got better athletes. Yeah. Kind of end the year. Going across the state over there to Walls. I'll just, I look for Saltillo to pull out all the stops. I I'll do, too. They, they're, they're young. They're, they really they are. Young. And they, and they, they want to end the, the, the year on a high note because they, they, ha- they host Columbus next week. Yeah. And they're going to be out-athleted in that game. Yeah. So this might be their last time. Their to really, chance. They're still one. And, you know, you're pretty close to Tunica over there. So go get you a good meal if you're in that area. And also, I do want to say this. Folks going over there to – if you're going to Horn Lake or if you're going to Lake Carmart this weekend – you, I mean, this is legit. I know we've talked about tunic all the time, but go into a place called Wise Guys Pizza. Ooh. It's a Chicago style pizza and dog place, and it's over there in uh, off the Goodman Road area. And, and that uh, go eat at Wise Guys or Avellino's Pizza and tell them Coach Baldwin sent you. They'll Preach. know. They'll know exactly which Coach Baldwin you're talking Preach. about. Um, let's see here. Uh, moving right along to Starville at Warren Central. 
Sneaky. Regulators. Mount up. It was a clear black night. <laughs> um, Starville's the one. They are. Warren Central's the four. But I, I, the only reason I, I wanted to interject here, the past two, three years, I believe, the four from this division has gone on the road and beaten the one. Not much separation, as you would think, from one and four in that division. Probably the best 6A division in the state. Yeah, you know, we've seen t- Warren Central, like, actually them. I watched them beat Tupelo at Tupelo two years ago, and Tupelo was 12-1. and one. Yeah, I've seen them be the four. 12-0. I've seen them beat the four and beat our one several times in many sports, baseball, soccer, basketball, yes. football, all of them. Uh, this, uh, you know, Coach like Brett s- Morgan. Yeah. You know how the Morgans yeah. run so deep in Vicksburg. This this week, I, I pretty much see Starville, like you I said, to win, a, to win a game that might be a little bit closer on the scoreboard than probably should be. But this is the should be. perfect game for Warren Central because I guarantee you whoever they play in two weeks as the four seed will not be as good as the one seed they're playing this week. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, let's see here. Well, we got a funny thing here in the schedule this week. We got <laughs> – Poor Thrasher playing two games. Oh, man. Man, we got Thrasher at Ashland. With Biggersville being one of them? <laughs> Biggersville at Thrasher, then we got Thrasher at Ashland. I Shit. would send JV to bigger, the Biggersville game and send my varsity guys, if they have enough. <laughs> to I, I know what the numbers look like up there. They, in fact, do not have enough. To split squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably need – actually, them and Ashland could do a co-op team and go just play that Biggersville game. I think that'd be better off. And maybe off. be slightly competitive. Yeah. So Thrasher at Ashland. I don't know which one's accurate there. I hope it's Ashland for Yeah, for sure. For, for your sake, for your daughter's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you think about buying a quality product from me? <laughs> okay, I'll buy it from you. Tell me, boy. Anyway. What? Um, <laughs> let's see here. And our last one here, Walnut at Mantachi. Uh, Walnut's the two in that division. So. And Mantachi's got nothing to lose. Nothing They're to out. Lose. Yep. Strayhorn knocked them out. Uh, I like Walnut. I think they've got way too much firepower offensively with uh, uh, T.J. Collum and uh, T.J. Llewellyn. But uh, Mantachi's program's on the uptick. They are. They really are. They are. they got a good thing going on there. A lot of community support. Field looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, you look good. You play good. And, man, they're they're only a, a score or two away in these games. They beat Strayhorn when they're in. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Week. They're only a score or two yeah. away from you know in, from being right there in the thing. They lost to Potts Camp 12-6. to six. They yeah. lost to Strayhorn 20-16. to 16. Yeah. Yeah, so they did. They, they were did. just an inch away. Yeah, from and we saw them play pretty pretty close with Smithville early in the year for half. So, anyway, um, that rounds out our actives this week. Uh, the open dates. Uh, is kind These of are a, always my favorite. The season rolls down. We got uh, Potts Camp. Needed a bye week. Needed a bye week. Needed a bye week. So, they'll go into the playoffs well rested. Yeah, for sure. Tish County. Um, so, are they done? Yeah, they got to be they're playoff four, start next they're week. Four, well, they're 4A. So, yeah, Tish County, they're, they're done. Yeah, their season ended last week. And uh, Craig Daly is excited about that. He gets the guys a little no bit earlier in the gym. <laughs> It'll be pretty good. And Houston. Houston's got a bye week. Nobody needed a bye week before the playoffs like Houston. And the rest they of 3A. They might need two. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The rest of 3A, you, did, you also did not need Houston to have a bye week. Because if they can get healthy, they're a team that was so talked about earlier in the year. And they've kind of fallen on hard times as far as injuries are concerned. Houston's a team that can make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, and you know they're they're putting something in that won't be on film. You know what I mean? Without question. I, I know Coach Harden and those guys. Uh, yes. Coach Mackins. Um, Zane Thomas, is that one of the assistant coaches? Yeah. Coach Flowers, Reed, those guys. Yes. They're, they're doing something over there right now. Uh, that And they probably know their opponent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or, or, I'll tell you what they'll do tomorrow or Friday night. They'll send – Two assistants here, two assistants here to match, see whoever we're playing, and then if we win, whoever they'll have guys all over the state 
Friday night. Hey, guys, let us know where you're going, and we'll make sure we tell you where to go eat on your way. Yeah, we, for can, sure. we can help you there. For sure. <laughs> well, that's about it for the uh, the Week 11 uh, WCBI Miss 98 Scoreboard Show Preview, uh, brought to you by the What's Happening Podcast, McKinley yeah. and Brian. Uh, make sure you listen Friday night to the show. It starts at 930. Yes. It'll go as long as uh, as we need it to. Yes. Uh, things get weird after 11. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening after 11, we salute yeah. you. Shout out to Jimmy's Seaside Fries uh, oh. and Wings and Chicken. This week they're going to bring us wings again, right? Burgers. Burgers. Ask for bur- No, they're bringing the A1 fries. Burgers. They're bringing wings and A1 fries. Wings. Oh, Brian. Say, so, hey, y'all do me a favor. Uh, when you go to Jimmy's Seaside Fries, like when you go eat there, and it's in South Lee County, yep. South Tupelo, getting close to that Verona area across from Popeye's, Tell them that the scoreboard show guys. We're serious this time. Yeah, like say they like, really know who we are. Yeah, like they come <laughs> hang out with us on Friday nights and bring us awesome food. So tell them that we told told y'all to go eat there and that you enjoy what they got going on because low good. key, it it is fantastic. Best kept secret in people. It is in uh, of the things that are south of that uh, bulldog burger area. You yeah. know what I mean? It's probably it gets slim. It does. It's it's the best thing in that Carlot region. Is that I would always call yes. it for sure. So make sure you go check that out. And uh guys, we got uh, we only got a few more weeks of this. So make sure you tune in Friday night. Drink it in. Yeah, for sure. So uh without further ado, oh, I'll go ahead and tell you. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at bdballwin24. No underscore. No underscore. And you can find McKinley at McKinley Holland. Correct. With uh all one that uh one one, one, one name, yeah. And McKinley is M C K I N L E Y. Not McKinsley, not McKinrick, not McKentrick, McKinley. And uh yeah, and you can also follow the uh scoreboard show at at Miss ninety eight MS, scores. MS nine eight scores. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so make sure you check us out Friday night and uh McKinley, sign us off. Folks, we appreciate you listening. Uh this is week eleven of the preview show. We want to hear from you on Friday night. Please tweet at us. Hit us up on the phone lines at eight four zero. Eight four four. Eight four four nine eight zero zero. We'd love to hear from you. Uh tell us what game you went to, where you went to eat. We will catch you next week for our playoff preview show. Thanks for listening.